We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, everybody. Welcome into Mel Tucker's Inside Zone, the weekly podcast for the football coach here at the University of Colorado. I'm voice of the bus, Mark Johnson, along with Mel Tucker, just a few days out from the season opener against the Rams on Friday night. But we're not talking that. We're talking with one of the great alums Right now in the NFL in his seventh season with the Green Bay Packers, Coach David Bakhtiari is going to join us today. I know you're excited about talking to him. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I coached against him when I was in Chicago, and um, he's a great player. Uh, obviously, he's got a great story. And uh, from everything that I've heard and I've seen, he just is a great buff and represents our program in an outstanding way. Yeah, without question. And uh, this past offseason, because of social media, he became a sensation being in a Bucks game. Well, I'm sure we're getting to that. David <laughs> Bakhtiari, welcome. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys for having me on. You bet. Great to have you on. You, you got a little play with that whole uh, deal between you and Aaron Rodgers at the Bucks game this year, drinking a couple of beers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I was actually one of the, the, the few talents that I had back in college. It took me a while to kind of... You know, more, I had to knock the rust off, but I guess, I guess I still got it. You still got it, man. The more you can do, brother, the more you can do. Exactly, especially in the NFL, the more you can do. Well, how, how's your camp going so far as you get ready for the NFL season here, which begins next week? It's good. It's, it's been uh, actually pretty uh, seamless. we got a new new head coach, new regime come in, actually. So this is our first year, but it's been it's been very nice. They've, they've been able to really kind of balance everything out, integrate themselves uh, pretty seamlessly. And they're taking care of the veterans. So I'm feeling fresh, ready to go. We're en- entering our last preseason game, and then it's game one Thursday night. Open up the hunter season against Mel's ex 
Chicago Bears. <laughs> hey, how how uh, how much has the offense changed under uh, under Matt Lafleur? I know Mike was there for such a long time, and you guys always played at a high level. But from what I understand, there's been some changes offensively. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've been only been integrated with one playbook. So this is my second one I've kind of been exposed to since being in the league. It, it's it actually I find it stemmed from back with the Broncos in like the late '90s. Yep. It obviously uh, evolved a little bit, but I mean, what I what I enjoy about most about giving away too much information is that it's, it, everything works in cohesion and together. So the runs marry the play action pass right. to a T. So you have no idea. And then the mm. nice thing about it is. The IDs are all the same. So any way you adjust for the run is the same thing for the pass, and that's actually really hard to do. And that's what makes the offense. I, I've actually grown to really actually appreciate it because, as a defender, and I've talked to guys who have played this def- uh, this offense. Now Clay Matthews is with the Rams. You know we played them last year. His biggest problem was you know you there's so many things that they can do out of one formation that they window dress to make it look the exact same that it's hard to truly get a beat on what's about to happen. Right. right. I think that's what makes it so effective and you know, uh McVeigh and Shanahan and, you know, Matt have been so successful with this offense. David, I, I was telling Mel about you and your time here. Now, now your time at Colorado, you, you only had 11 wins over the course of those four years, and he had a coaching change in the middle of that. But I was telling Mel about you as, as a college guy and why – you know, when you got to the NFL, there were those that doubted you. But your grit, your determination, your toughness, the way you approached things, how hard you worked. And I said, Mel, you'd love having a roster full of guys like David Bakhtiari. Talk a little bit about your journey into the NFL and the challenges you face as a fourth-round draft pick leaving after your junior year. Um, I, they were, I mean, definitely not stacked in my favor. I had opportunities, but um, as a fourth-rounder, you your leash is – you barely have a leash. That's pretty much all you have. Certain right. guys don't even have leashes. And a lot of guys have a, a lot of room for error. So for me, it was I, I took it as my approach is all I knew is, you know, be the hardest worker, first one in, last one out, take no excuses. And, I mean, there's two things you can control, your attitude and your effort. That's and right. I made sure every day that those ones were, the, were, the, were off the charts, what I needed to be. Because, you know, at this at this uh, this level, it's – I mean, this is the pinnacle. This is the best of the best. So the room for error is so minuscule. It's, it's really uh, – it really tests you, and, and, and it's a humbling league. It's unforgiving, isn't it? I mean, it's really unforgiving at that level. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I just – I went and hit the ground running, and I knew that once I had my opportunity, I was going to run with it and never look back until – I decided to put the cleats up for good. And hopefully I'm still running. It's going to be a pretty long marathon. <laughs> <laughs> well, as much as they're paying you, I, I'm sure they expect you to be running for a long time. That's <laughs> <laughs> been nice. It's definitely been nice. Hey, you, you think of between you and early in your career, you had Nate Solder at left tackle. You were at right tackle early. You guys have done pretty darn well for yourselves over the course of the uh, respective NFL careers. Yeah, I mean, at one point it was Nate at left tackle, me at right tackle, Ryan Miller, who got drafted like in the fifth round. So there's an NFL talent right there. Yep. Ethan, he got, a, uh, I think, a camp. And then the centers kind of, it was, you know, mixed in. But we, I mean, we had, for me, in college, like that was the most talented line that I had been during the course that I was there. I mean, that, that's pretty remarkable, the mm. quality of players. 
some some darn good players right there. It's pretty much what I'm trying to say. Without question. Should have been more productive. Uh, David, tell us uh, a little bit about your path to Colorado, you know, the recruiting process. How did you get here? Who recruited you? And what was the, the main draw um, to Boulder? I'm trying to think of the name. Who was recruiting? I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, I know. The, I, I have the face. I just don't have the name. I know Brad Bedell was one of them. Yeah. Uh, the line coach was Grimes, but then he left before I even got there. But that's neither here nor there. The, the important thing was I was – I wasn't even on anyone's radar. I didn't play to my senior year. Well, I was on the football team in high school, but never played mm. to my senior year. Um, and I only had, I think, uh, four offers. Wow. Through the whole recruiting process. Colorado came in late. Later on, this was like, I think I got my Colorado offered me maybe by like November, mm. uh, October, November of my senior year. And for me, I was never. I, so I was like a half star, one star, and then eventually when I signed my letter of intent, they were like, well, this guy has to be something if he's going to a BCS school, so we'll just give him two stars now. Uh, I was the guy who had no faith at the bottom of the list, so I mean, that kind of gives you an idea of just like, you know, my story and my, you know, uh, uh, of my career. So uh, I, I just remember when I was choosing about what school I wanted to go to, I never looked at it for, for football. I always looked at it in my deciding decision, uh, deciding question that helped me find Colorado which was if I were to wake up tomorrow and can never play football again would I be happy in the place I was at hmm. yeah and Colorado was one of the schools that I would have gone to regardless of uh, uh of the program or anything there you can't build you can you can have all the facilities and flashing lights and whatever you know uh Phil now wants to put up in Oregon but you can't build those mountains you can't build uh, uh, the scenery that's around you and the environment, and that's what drew me to Colorado. Hmm. And I think that's tough for a young kid who has a phone and tablet in his face 24-7 to really take a step back and look at that. But I, that that's – and mind you, I think they've maybe won three games that year. I didn't even know the record, uh, uh, Mark, so I give you an idea of yeah. <laughs> yeah. how well I knew. But I, I, that, that was pretty much the main thing – that, that's what drew me to Colorado, and that's what made me love it. Is it true, uh, David, that you came in at about 260 and, and gained about 35 pounds during your first your first year here? Uh, that's a lie. I was 244. <laughs> <laughs> You're even lighter. <laughs> 244. This says you played the next yeah, year I, at 295. Yeah. So I had 290. Yeah, right, right around there. Wow. I, I was uh, – yeah, I, I was definitely um, – <laughs> I, I remember a funny quick story. I, I came in first day of, uh, uh, I guess, off season or summer conditioning, and one of the seniors had asked me, "Oh, no, you know, welcome. He's being a nice veteran." He goes, or, uh, uh, he goes uh, uh, "What position do you play?" And I said, uh, "I play offensive line. I play tackle." And he just laughed at me. He goes, "No, no, you're a tight end. You're coming arguing." I'm like, "No, seriously, where's the offensive line?" <laughs> 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 That's outstanding. That was a great. But everyone thought I'd play tight end. So that was nice. <laughs> well, you know, that's the great old story about Chris Collinsworth when he got with the Bengals. He was in the shower room, and the guys got mad at him. They thought he was a, a janitor or something because he was so small. So you had a similar type thing. <laughs> so you're one of those guys. I once asked Ryan Miller, you know, Ryan, I think he said to me, I was big when I was little. You're one of those offensive linemen that's had to work to weigh 300 pounds your entire career, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't reach 300 until I got to the NFL. Hmm. I was 
So for me now, I've I'm been bouncing between about 310, 315, and it's just so. I mean, everything for me has been you know I have to earn. Nothing's given. I guess it's somewhat nice, and I'm assuming it's the second I'm going to be done and I want to retire is when my body's like, yeah, we'll keep the weight on now. So I'll have to probably <laughs> work to get all that all that weight off. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely uh, made sure to to get my nutritionist early on, even back in Colorado, and worked on how to put on weight. You know, you've been you've been um, you've been removed a little bit from CU for for a number of years now. Just looking back at your time here at CU, uh, what has Colorado meant to you? You know, what did it do for your life? Um, how did it how did it change you while you were here? And just kind of looking back, um, you know, what are some of the, your 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 thoughts about um, about CU and the, and the time you spent here? Well. The first thing I think about is winning 11 games in four years, and that sucked. Mm, but no doubt, I, I take a, a further step back and I really look at the relationships I made, the adversity that I faced that helped me grow, and for me to walk in as a 244-pound, 17-year-old freshman who, you know, I was a child. Yeah. You know, I, everyone wants to say that they're a man, but you're a kid, mm-hmm. and you don't know much. When the guys talk about, it, they say they know a lot. Those are the guys who know even less. That's right. And I left a 21-year-old adult ready to, to face the world with, you know, the relationships and friends that I met in the, the environment. I, I would never change what I went through because I don't know I'd be in the place I was today if it weren't for some of those things. And, and I loved, you know, the school, my friends, the team. You know, we, we didn't win, but I'll tell you what, I – the coaches definitely, especially in the offseason, they, they worked us into the ground, and it taught me, you know, about hard work, about never giving up, and that really has helped set my foundation of where I am today. So when I when I look back on my career, especially in, in college, yeah, there were there were a lot of downs because everyone wants to win. Everyone wants to hoist a trophy. I would love to, you know, have even gone to a bowl game. I like, didn't even get the chance to do that. Um. But for me, if you were to ask me, I had a chance to do it all over again. I can go anywhere I want. I'd probably still choose Colorado just because the relationships I've built, the environment that they have there that you, like I said, you can't make what's there. That's right. Um, It's something special. And it's something that, for me, that's why I say it probably. You know, I went to the University of Colorado. And I also probably say I won 11 games in four years. (laughs) But, David, when you talk about what this place inherently has and and what – drew you here and then you add the champion center which, which i think you've, you've had a chance to see uh, since that went up so the facilities yeah. are as great as, yeah. as anybody in the country at this point in time and, and that's why i'd have to think as an alum of this place when you see a guy like mel tucker come in here with all that he has to offer now that, that's why it, it's got to from an alum standpoint you got to be optimistic when you're watching this thing from from green bay and thinking man you're cheering for mel tucker and you're cheering for the buffaloes because uh, right now they got everything to draw kids here don't they i, I mean you Absolutely. You have everything at your disposal. I, the, the facilities that are there now, they were selling me on that back coming out of uh, high school in 2009. So to finally see that up, I mean, they got – I mean, if any the kids who are listening, like, that, your facilities are ten times better than they got in the league. So enjoy them. Utilize them. Mm-hmm. You know, your resource you have around you. I mean, this is, it, it, at a certain point, you look at it, this is a no-excuse mentality. You, you have the facility and you have the resources to compete with the best – you know, 
and I think almost you have an advantage. You have the altitude, and you have this beautiful environment that you can't build. The next thing to do is, I mean, when you look at it, it's everything checks the boxes now. The only box you got to check is the W column. There's no doubt, man. When I, I took the job here, I felt the same way. I felt like this was be a this is a no excuse program. There's no reason why we shouldn't we shouldn't be able to shouldn't be able to get this thing going. I know that there's been a a, a number of coaching ch- changes over the years, and so there's a lot of former players that they look they look at our program now and they don't see a lot of connection. A lot of the guys that coached them aren't here anymore. People that recruited them aren't here. Administrators aren't here. But um, you know, I want you to know. I want all the former players to know that. You know, my door is open, and we want to have you all back. You know, come back to games, come back in off season. You know, train a little bit here if you can. Uh, talk to our team. You know, because there there are a lot of great players that have come through here, mm-hmm. um, like yourself. That can, and we really want you to be uh, a major part of our program, and we want our players to be connected with you and, and look up to you. So, I just want you to know that. Well, you know, I I I, I believe in the words that you say. I trust it, so I'll, I hope that you can trust my words when I tell you this. I, I won't guarantee a full week, but I'll guarantee almost a week. I'll come <laughs> back in the offseason. I'll work out. I'd love to meet you in person, too, and, you know, I guess cherish the, the good first year that you're about to have. Yeah, amen. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. What's your um, what's your best memory, you think, from, uh, from CU? Maybe is it a game or, or just uh, – Maybe hanging out with the fellas, or is there anything that comes to mind? Hey, be careful now. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Wait, look, this is. I, I understand. This. There's, there, there's kids listening. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, you know, you have been gone seven uh, years. I think the statute of limitations is over, so I think you're all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with a, a more generic answer. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about a game. I remember it was Georgia. Yeah. I mean, the two pop in my head is Georgia, the Georgia. I mean, because I only had 11, so of course I should remember all the games at once. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Georgia at home, and then mm. I think it was Kansas at home my freshman year when they came in ranked and we beat them. Yep, That was an unbelievable moment. And then Georgia wasn't ranked. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry to bring that one up. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, They weren't ranked, but I think it was like – I think Justin Houston was actually the guy who was blocking. Wow. I think, I think he, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. And I had a good game against him, I guess. He ended up being, you know, he is who he is today. So I, I was pretty shocked by that. But we ended up winning and everyone's rushed the field. And that, that feeling was amazing. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, oof. That I, was I don't a... know what can compete with Colorado, you know, if, if they, you know, when they become a powerhouse, that's, that's scary because they already have everything else there. Dave, you remember that, that that night? That was an electric atmosphere that night at Folsom Field, wasn't it? Absolutely. Oh, I mean, I still I, I still I can I still kind of gives me a little bit chilled. I remember I, I remember all the photos I took with all my friends when they're down on the field. They rushed. It was an unbelievable environment. It was so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps right here just listening <laughs> to that. Just imagining. Um, Oh, Imagine yeah. what that what, the, what that was like. Get a little rowdy now, and, and they, they they're looking for any excuse to run the field. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't even ranked when they ran on the field. They said, "Screw it, we're taking it." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, before we let you go, how's your guy Mason Crosby doing there with the Packers with you guys? 
Oh, he's the man, the living legend. He's the uh, he's the all-time Packers leading scorer. How about that? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I know uh, in my ten years coaching in the NFL, I remember on the Saturdays, all the uh, guys would wear their college gear, you know, and uh, pulling for their team, and it was a kind of a pride deal and a bragging right. So we're gonna make sure we get some gear out to you, man. So so on these Friday and Saturday Saturdays uh, college games. Game day, you can you can wear your your buff gear proudly, man. We're gonna make you proud. I can promise you that. I, I need that because I, I got a lot of money I lost to Clay when you guys play USC <laughs> in the years past, and we, we've been keeping the tradition going. So I know I know you guys are gonna get them this time around. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, I like uh, it. He was a fourth round draft pick in 2013 and uh, been with the Green Bay Packers. Been a phenomenal player, David. It's always great to catch up with you, my friend. Be well. Of course. Thank you for having me on. Y'all take care. Yeah, you too, buddy. The great uh, David Bakhtiari. What an outstanding player. And, and and you can tell by talking to him there, Mel, one of the great personalities. Even as a college kid, yeah. he had that same personality about him. Yeah, you got to have that on, on your offensive line, man. Yep. You got to have those guys. That's what make it, what makes it go. And, um, I mean, he's just uh, he's a great guy. He's one of the highest paid players in the yep. league at his position, if not the highest paid player. And uh, But you can tell, you know, he, he came here to see you um, – because of some non-football yeah. deals, just the atmosphere, the mountains, you know, the vibe that we have here, yeah. and uh, and again, he, you know, he said he only won eleven games, but you can tell that, um, you know, if he were, he wouldn't change it yeah. for the world, you know, because he loves this place so much. And I'd imagine uh, the way you like the big fellas, a guy with that attitude, that toughness, that work ethic, you'd like a bunch of those kind of fellas, wouldn't you? Yeah, as many of those guys you can get. You know, <laughs> even if I got to line them up that corner, we could find a way to get it done. <laughs> He's a good one. Well, Coach, I tell you what, as we're wrapping up here, good luck on Friday in the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. All right. That is the head coach of the Buffaloes. They open up on Friday against the Rams at Mile High Stadium. That's at 8 o'clock kickoff. Television on ESPN. We'll have it on the Colorado Football Network. Pre-game at 6. Gary Barnett and yours truly kickoff at 8 o'clock. I'm voice of the bus, Mark Johnson. Thanks for joining us this week on Mel Tucker's Inside Zone. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.